to be here by now. I wonder what it can be. The cloud of highway dirt rolled along, making some progress toward Tom's house and the group of shops and other buildings surrounding it. But, as the lad had said, the dust did not move at all quickly, in comparison to any of the speedy machines that might be causing it. And the cloud seemed momentarily to grow thicker and thicker. I wonder if it could be a miniature tornado, or a cyclone, or a whirlwind. And Tom spoke aloud, a habit of his, when he was thinking, and he had no one to talk to. Yet it can hardly be that, he went on. Guess I'll watch and see what it is. Nearer and nearer came the dust cloud. Tom peered anxiously ahead, a puzzled look on his face. A few seconds later there came from the midst of the obscuring cloud a voice exclaiming, Well, along there now, Boomerang. Keep to a feet a moving, and we sure will make a record. Tain't like we was an automobiler or electricity car, but we sure have been going since we started. You sure done yourself proud today, Boomerang, and I's going to keep my promise and give you the bestest oats I can find. I reckon Massa Tom Swift will done say we brought this yer message to him as quick as anybody could. Then there followed the sound of hoofbeats on the dusty road, and the rattle of some many-jointed vehicle with loose springs and looser wheels. Eradicate Samson! exclaimed Tom. But who would ever think that the man's mule could get up such speed as that cloud of dust indicates? His mule's feet must be working overtime, but he goes backward about as often as he moves forward. That accounts for it. There's lots of dust, but not much motion. Once more from the midst of the ball-like cloud of dirt came the voice of the man. Now behave yourself, Boomerang. We're almost there, and then you can sit down and rest if you like. Just keep it up a little longer, and we'll give Master Tom his telephone. Go along now, Boomerang. The tattoo of hoofbeats was slowing up now, and the cloud of dust was not so heavy. It was gradually blowing away. Tom Swift walked down to the fence that separated the house, grounds, and shops from the road. As they got there, the sounds of the mule's progress and the rattle of the wagon suddenly ceased. Go along, go along. Don't you dare stop now. When we am almost there, cried Eradicate Samson. Keep a moving, Boomerang. It's all right, Eradicate. I'm here, called Tom. And when the last of the dust had blown away, the lad waved his hand to an aged man who sat upon the seat of perhaps the most dilapidated wagon that was ever dignified by such a name. It was held together with bits of wire, rope, and strings, and each of the four wheels leaned out at a different angle. It was drawn by a big mule whose bones seemed protruding through his skin, but that fact evidently worried him but little for now the animal was placidly sleeping while standing up, his long ears moving slowly to and fro. "'Am dat yo, Master Tom?' asked Eradicate, seizing his task of jerking on the lines, to which operation the mule paid not the least attention. "'Yes, I'm here, Rad,' replied Tom, smiling. "'I came out of my shop to see what all the excitement was about. How did you ever get your mule to make so much dust?' I done promise him an extra help on the boats if he make good time, said the man. And he done it, too. Did you see the dust we made? I sure did. 
but you didn't do much else, and you didn't make very good time. I watched you, and you came along like an ice wagon after a day's work on the 4th of July. You were going fast, but moving slow. I expect we was, Matt Tom, was the man's angster. But Boomerang done better than I expected he would. I done told him you'd be in a hurry to get your telephone. And he sure did trot along. My telephone, repeated Tom wonderingly. What have you and your mule boomerang to do with my telephone? That's up in the house. No, taint. Right here in my pocket. Chuckled Eradicate, opening a rag.